What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gaming with the Broscast. Nick, before you even talk, it's been over 500 days before since we've gotten a proper Nintendo Direct, and this is what we get! 500 days. We <sighs> hadn't even started this podcast at the time that a last direct like a last full direct came out because it last one was september 2019 we started yeah. in 2019. so we haven't even had the chance to talk about a full nintendo direct and this is what we get a 50 yeah. minute extravaganza for a bunch of third party titles a bunch, of, a bunch of remakes and like remasters and like not even not even remaster stubs the zombie is just straight up ported to yeah all the systems. i mean i mean there there was there was we'll get to it here in a little bit but <laughs> i just have to get this off my chest or whatever there was there was good stuff i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not just complaining I, I understand like covid and stuff that it, it just a lot of this stuff is getting you know sh- shift um shuffled around and stuff like that uh i was just telling nick that i had done like a kind of reaction to the direct after we streamed it on a thursday or wednesday and uh like the video was doing really well on my my personal youtube channel and uh, it was just fun going through like all the comments and like most most people tend to to agree i mean some were like you're being too harsh or whatever i'm like it's like i, under, I understand there's stuff to be excited about there's there was some good stuff announced like mario golf mm-hmm. you know there, there's some exciting stuff but but I mean, we were just expecting more, you know? Yeah. It's just in like people people who are saying, Oh, you're too harsh, you're entitled to whatever. I mean, it's not a charity case. Like we're buying products from Nintendo. Like yeah. they need to sell us on the future of their products somehow. And you know, doing so by showing some of the games that they showed. Yeah. It yeah, it was just it was just kind of filler. And like we were so excited for 50 minutes, like we've never really had a direct this long before. No, no, we haven't. And just we get like a $60 Skyward Sword port and some other stuff, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into we'll, it. We'll, we'll talk about the things we bit. loved about it before we we talk about how much we we didn't like it because yeah. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, this is this is the Gaming with the Bros cast, episode 64. My name is Harrison. I'm here with my brother Nick, as always. Nick, how how's your uh your Florida life been? How's the weather? Oh man, the weather is fantastic. <laughs> I've never I've never gone to kind of I've never like gone like far south during the winter. Yeah. So my, like like literally my body is not used to this sort of heat like during February. So I think my my skin is actually like my my legs and arms actually broke out in like a rash. Oh I, wow! I don't, know, I don't know exactly what it was from, but huh. I, I'm kind of deducing that it was just from the heat and from you know for, for the past twenty four. Yeah, just like the years. the the kind of the hard weather change or whatever. Yeah, kind of quicker than than my body expected the the weather to change. Yeah, but it's been it's been a great week. You know, work is is getting better you know slowing down a little bit not working yeah. as late at night That's and good. even even when i do here it's like it's not too bad because yeah i'm not like kind of in a third floor attic area which is which is fine like which is great but like yeah, just yeah. Kind of being able to look out the window and mm-hmm. see the water and 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 all that stuff it's been it's been really nice and you know spent a lot of time working outside which is cool you know cool. i could just sit on the on the couch outside and, and do some work so like even like I, I worked a little bit this weekend and 
even that wasn't too bad because I just yeah. kind of enjoy everything. Went went to the skate park on Saturday. You know, got nice. some got some uh, footage filmed by filmed by Alicia. You know, we were we went together, and she was yeah, she was she was filming. You know, cheering me on. So it was, it was really fun. You know, went out to dinner. We man, like Florida, dude, Florida's kind of crazy. So Saturday morning, we we were gonna go on a walk on the beach, and we, and we did, but we stopped at yeah. a, a coffee shop. And this coffee shop had just opened like nine days ago. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but literally, like, one hundred percent of the employees there were not wearing masks. It's a different. It's a different world, man. <laughs> Florida is like, it, it's a whole different world. I mean, it's it's completely different than anything else. And yeah, like it really is. And and before that, like we we had seen like a few people like at the grocery store at our, our restaurants like not wearing masks. Yeah, but just the whole um, <laughs> the whole group of employees there, like they, I don't know, and they were talking a lot too, like like to me when I was ordering my food. Yeah, it almost seemed like 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 aggressive, man. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was asking me all these questions. He was, he was like asking me, he was like, oh oh, so you must not be from around here. And I was like, yeah, we're just we're just visiting for the weekend. And I was like, I don't know if he said that because I was wearing a mask or because uh, probably. Yeah. And it was like a small, it was a small coffee shop too. Like it wasn't like yeah. a big, you know, it wasn't like a Harris tea or something. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Small. Yeah. yeah they, they don't, they don't care. They, they, they give zero. They don't care about anything down there. They just no. don't. So it, that's, that's weird. That's... Yeah. So that's why we haven't like, like, we haven't gone out much when, when Alicia's parents were here just cause yeah. Her her dad's a little bit older, so like we didn't want to expose them or anything. But we we went yeah. out this weekend and you know explored uh, explored the area. It's it's like a really cool area. A lot of a lot of younger people there too. But yeah, different world. Like Florida's just different different beast, even compared to North Carolina. Yeah, which is like considered like a southern southern state. Yeah, but it's been a good week. Cool. How, how, how's your week been? It was good. It was good. We uh we kind of uh we've had some some nasty weather here. Um, we were preparing for an ice storm that uh kind of got overblown. You know how weathermen are. Um, and uh, but so, I mean it did it did ice up, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I mean I I ended up getting going out to to get batteries and stuff or filling up the flashlights, making making sure everything was good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case we lost power, but we, we never did or it, nothing ever. I know, I know there's a couple places I did, but, uh, we were, we were fortunate enough not have to deal with something like that. Um, Friday night, me and, uh, the parents watched, uh, watched Kellen and, uh, and K- Kaylee had gone over to a friend's house for the night. So we, we went, out, we went out to our local bar and, uh, I mean, everything closes about nine around here, um, yeah. just with restrictions and stuff, but kind of like florida we walked in and not a mask was on and it's a bar to people people just don't care so like we were walking around trying to find because it was like packed so we were trying to find like a place to sit so we could order some food and some drinks and we ended up standing up at the bar and, we, and as we were walking around um i was i looked at Brittany. i was like man i, I kind of feel stupid wearing a mask right now because like nobody nobody's wearing one uh the employees were but um yeah, when when you kind of get into like the bar scene and like the whole restaurant thing in general, when you're going out, because like once mm-hmm. people sit down, you just you take your masks off. 
Uh, so it, it kind of doesn't make sense. But I mean, that's just what people do, I guess. So like um, wearing a mask to go in. Yeah. So. Like, like it, I, I don't really see people like here in North Carolina. They, they generally have masks on. Like it's not a, it's not a big deal. There's, there's a couple people. Like I, I remember going to Walmart one time and this guy, they were handing out masks if you didn't have one. And this guy walked through the crowd or whatever. And they were like, Hey, you need to put a mask on. He's like, I got asthma or something like that. And then just didn't even, I mean, no one even like tried to stop him or whatever, but. Oh man, I was like, man, it's really not that big of a deal. Like it's whatever, but people don't care. Yeah. Other than that, um, pretty, pretty standard work week, all that good stuff. It was, it was a good week. Good week. Nice. I have to talk about this movie. I watched okay. This weekend it was, so it's called replicas it came out okay. in 2018, um, features Keanu Reeves. Okay. Um, I don't know how you feel about him as an actor. He's uh, okay. He's a, he's a wonderful human being. I don't think he's a good actor. Um, no, when you when you take him out of like your standard action roles, it, it, it his yeah, because I mean he doesn't do a lot of talking in like John Wick or something. Or you know, yeah, even the Matrix, he's not talking like that much. No, no. Um, so all right, I'm, I'm going to go into full spoilers for replicas real quick because because I don't recommend anyone watch it um is this but, the movie is this the movie um that i've seen on facebook where like he's bur- he's like buried underground or a scene or something and like just his head is sticking up no that's uh, oh, okay. i think that's a, some different probably bad movie yeah um okay. continue <laughs> but he's a, he's a he's a biomedical research scientist who works at this company um and his job is attempting to transfer the mind of a dead soldier into an android with superhuman strength Okay. It was like on the breakthrough of, of achieving that. And in the midst of that, he goes on a trip with his family and they get into a car crash and his wife and three children die. Okay. So I see where this goes. So yeah. Friends and his friend brings over all of the equipment, you know, all, all the stuff so they can download their mind. And okay. He creates a clone of all of them, like incubates them for 17 days and creates a clone of all of them. And that's the first half. And okay. so the first half was okay. Like it was kind of like a, like a Frankenstein, like, yeah, he's kind of going mad, like watching these, watching these levels, like the, the health levels as, as these clones are being built. Yeah. Um, and then it gets weird. So they all, so, oh, sorry, I missed a, a pivotal plot point. <laughs> three kids died and his wife died and his friend only had three pods. So he had to pick a name out of the hat. Oh my gosh. Person couldn't be brought back to life. So it was one of his daughters and it was, it was the one he loved the most based off of the 15 minutes of background they gave on the family relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what he did was he he went into everyone's like neural pathways and deleted the memory of the daughter Zoe from their mind. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So he was the only one with the memory, and then he brought them all back, and they were all like, it was kind of like they hadn't skipped a beat, but they were still adjusted to their new bodies. So yeah, they were like really hungry, and because well, they hadn't eaten in seventeen days. And um, they kind of felt like something was missing in their life and whatever. Um, so the wife ended up finding out or kind of confronted uh, Keanu about it. And he, and he told her 
that they, no, are they, are, do they look the same yeah they look exactly the same you know? okay okay it, it was it was a perfect clone you know <laughs> um uh I'm, I'm just trying to think of what so the company he he works for is actually an evil company that okay is planning on like selling clones or creating these clones and selling them for malicious purposes. Yeah. And, and the villain is, is really, he's a bad actor. It was very <laughs> poorly betrayed. Um, so, so the villain like comes to Keanu's house while they're all having dinner and he attempts to kill everybody. And then Keanu like knocks him out, knocks this guy out. Um, I feel like I'm explaining this very poorly, but it's okay. And then, and then they all go back to the facility and they remove these trackers from themselves. And then Keanu implants his mind into an Android. Okay. Which is what he was trying to do with the other people, but he did it himself where he like sticks, he puts on this thing and sticks a needle in his eye and then downloads his, his mind data and yeah. uploads Android. And then oh, that okay. Android comes alive and starts killing the villain and, and killing everybody. And then uh, they kind of escape, I guess. And so Keanu and his family escape, but then there's the robot with Keanu's mind and then there's the villain. And then they start their own company. Yeah. Uh, transferring the minds of uh, terminally ill slash old people into new bodies. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's pretty much it. So I'm sure I missed a few points, but to go to go back to the the three pod situation. Once these pods have been used, can they never be used again? Because what's to stop you from just see? That's the really stupid thing about the movie is um, they can be used again. So he could have just. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I missed. I sorry, I missed the last scene of the movie. He does bring back the last daughter. Oh, okay. At the end, presumably through either another pod or the same pod that they used. Okay. Um, but then all the other people's minds are still erased, so they don't have the memories of the other daughter when she comes back? Yeah, they never explained that part because the, the mother ended up being told that she had a daughter and her memory was erased. Yeah. Um, huh. So I don't know if Keanu like went into their minds and, and added back in that memory he deleted, but... That was another plot hole in the movie. There were a whole lot of plot holes that I didn't Sounds like it. delve into, but um, it got an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like, I didn't want to look up reviews for this movie before I watched it because I didn't want to, like, paint, you know. What, what made you want to watch this movie? We were struggling to find something to watch and yeah. came across with Keanu and, and, and Alicia and I both like Keanu Reeves as yeah. a human and I was an actor. So, so we saw this and we're like, oh, you know, the trailer looked pretty cool. Like it looked like they were, you know, duplicating humans, whatever. It looked pretty science fiction-y. And then halfway through, I was like, all right, I have to look at the reviews because this is turning really bad really fast. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, 11%. Yeah, bad. Yeah. Okay, Sorry, well, that's, uh, we'll, we'll stay away from that one then. I, I mean, I would watch it if you want to see like a pretty bad movie, but yeah. But otherwise. But is it is it like one of those bad it's so bad that it's good kind of mu- like kind of movie kind of yeah okay like the, the acting is pretty aside from um thomas middlewich who I, I don't know who i don't know if you know who he is but he let's see 
what um what movies he was in he was in silicon valley okay i don't know i've never seen that uh it's a good it's a good show you should watch it you you probably you probably recognize him if you if you saw him but okay. most of the acting was pretty bad especially keanu. <laughs> especially keanu yeah anyways sorry i didn't mean to derail us but we can <laughs> good old keanu yeah he's yeah. he's not a great actor but it's okay he's a nice guy he's a nice guy um we're gonna jump right into kind of well major spoilers for little nightmares 2 and um the medium so i would say if you're if you're listening to the show um maybe maybe skip ahead just a little bit uh, if you don't want it to be spoiled, but we, we kind of just wanted to talk about some of the stuff in those two games. Um, yeah. And, and everyone's had, a, well, Little Nightmares 2 just came out, but Medium's been out for about a month. So, but yeah, let's let's start with uh, the Medium, Nick. Um, I know we had talked about it on the, the podcast before, just our kind of our impressions with it. How did you, how did you like the story and kind of like some of the major kind of story beats? I thought the story was really good. It, it kind of um, unfolded like in a, I don't know, like in a timely manner. But yeah, a lot of a lot of revelations came towards the end, and it was I don't know, it was just a really well done story. I yeah. really enjoyed it. A little, um, the names were a little bit hard to remember because they were so similar. Like Henry yeah, and, uh, yeah, I had to uh, I had to turn on the subtitles and have it so where it showed the person's name because like yeah, like you said, there it was pretty hard to mm-hmm. tell who was talking without it. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the story. Um, I mean, the mall is a creepy, creepy character. And I, I thought, um, uh, oh, shoot, I'm forgetting his name. Um, the voice actor. Um, jo- uh, he played Troy, 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 Baker. Troy Baker. Yeah. Uh, I thought he did an excellent job with, uh, the voicing of the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How did you, how did you like the, uh, the ending? Like it doesn't really. It's like the way the game ends or whatever, uh, you either, it's implied that you either kill yourself or you have to shoot your sister to get rid of them all. Yeah, um, super, and it, super cliffhanger. Just about yeah, and, and it, it kind of just ends like you hear the gun go off, but you don't know what happens. And then, of course, um, I, again, I'm forgetting the character's name, but um, the, the, the dad, you see like his spirit form coming out. Oh, Thomas. Thomas, yeah, you, you you see Thomas's spirit form come out, um, which I don't know what that really means as far as the story goes, but I guess he's free now. Yeah. But he also doesn't know where Thomas, like the the main Thomas is. So, um, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of interesting and just like, and then like the whole creepiness factor of uh, the friend or whatever that. I get it's heavily implied that he molested the the sister or whatever when she yeah, was yeah he did um when they were younger and uh, that's kind of where all the the the, the stuff started with with the mom and stuff so yeah, yeah it was, I, um, I, I didn't know this at the time but the 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 mall was an extension of um of sadness or Lily yeah um because of like her trauma that she faced and that's why. That's why you had to either kill yourself or kill Lily at the end because um, the mall wouldn't go away if, if Lily was still alive. Yeah. But I don't know why you would, I don't know why she would kill, I don't know why Marianne would kill herself. Well, because from- I think because, so is it, is, is it stated that if she kills Lily, 
the maw will go away and be I think killed. That's implied. Because she's the one that brought him in, like him into the physical world or whatever. Yeah, because she created it. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, it, it's stated that she kills herself because he wants her because she's more powerful, I guess. As, and as then if he, couldn't, if he couldn't get her, then he would just kind of fade away. Or would yeah. he just stay there for forever? Yeah, I think he would just stay in Lily's whatever presence or something. Um, mm. But, yeah, I really liked all the interactions with, with them all. Um, there, there's a couple of frustrating points with him just – because, I mean, there's no action in the game, or there's no, um, like, fighting in the game or whatever, so you just have to run away. And there, there were some parts that got a little frustrating, but, yeah, he's a he's a really creepy guy, just talking about, like, wearing you as a skin, his skin, skin scoot oh, or whatever. Yeah, was, he, he wouldn't stop talking about that, and that was, yeah. that was How yeah. did you like the, the parts where you played as um, as, as Nathan, or Thomas, Thomas, sorry? It was a little slow. There, there was a couple yeah. of spots, especially, especially that first time you're going in there. And you're going through like the the hedge maze or whatever. Yeah, that seemed like, that seemed to go on forever. Yeah, that that lasted a lot. The, the, the parts where you went inside the mansion and stuff were were okay. I mean, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that 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 stuff kind of kind of drug on a little bit. I thought. And then like the the part where you, um, it's that agent or whatever. You go into his mind, and you're like you're like traveling through like the world and like there's the yeah. bookcases and all that stuff that that part lasted a little bit lo- too long i think as well but um yeah it was okay yeah i thought those parts were i don't want to say they were filler because like the bookcase section was pretty cool at least from like an environmental yeah aspect but but it kind of felt like it was kind of padded out in between um playing as marianne because i just wanted to see what happened with her yeah i was yeah i just wanted to get back to marianne and continue yeah. the story because i just i enjoyed it so much that um but yeah i mean it was yeah not 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 necessarily filler like it added to the story but it was definitely some of the weaker parts of that game mm-hmm. for sure um but yeah there's i mean it's there's gonna be like like we said there's some sort of cliffhanger at the end so hopefully there'll be another medium um yeah do you think there will be a sequel i don't know i, I would want there to be i, I thought it was I, I really enjoyed it like the the atmosphere and stuff so I, yeah. I would i would like to see a new one yeah i would, I would like to see a new one with like a little bit of combat potentially. yeah maybe maybe that's what it was missing just like some more combat yeah or something yeah i like if you if you had to rank it out of 10 what, what do you think you would give it Probably like a seven yeah that's that's what i like that's what i wrote like down. it's it's good it's not it doesn't overstay it's welcome it's mm-hmm. five or six hours so it's very short um yeah i mean it's it's a, a game without combat i didn't know kind of what to expect i didn't know that there wasn't going to be any combat in the game um but just going through like bloopers kind of track record there usually isn't so um that did that did make sense yeah yeah it, it was a good change of pace from like you know i had been playing assassin's creed for, for 50 plus hours before that so like it yeah. was good Change of play, change of pace to play a, a five six hour game with, with no combat and just kind of be there for the story and, and play right. that. So I, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was yeah, I thought it was like a seven out of ten game. You know, the fact that it was on Game Pass made yeah made quite a big difference. Like I don't know if I would have. Yeah, I don't think this would think. I don't think this thing's worth sixty bucks. I think it was only like 50, 50 or forty on. Oh okay, so okay. 
Okay, yeah. well then, yeah, then that's fine. Yeah, because um, there's yeah. not much replayability to it either. No, not really. I mean, unless you just... And I mean, the only reason you're going through that game is it's for the story. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I don't see why you would want to, to replay it unless you're just achievement hunting or whatever. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, great, great game. Great recommendation for, for Game Pass, especially. It's one of those perfect Game Pass games. Yeah. And it was, and it was one of the first uh, Series X slash S exclusive games that came out. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Do you think was, it was but, like, sorry, but, but do no, you think that, um, a good showcase of what the Series X and S can do? Or kind of a. I don't I don't think that this could have been done on the previous Xbox just with the two kind of engines running. So yeah, I think it is a good showcase. Um but still I still want so I I, st- I want to see something more like mm-hmm. that first that first real game you're just like, yes, like this cannot be done on anything else other than the Series X. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um let's jump into Little Nightmares 2 real quick and just kind of I mean it's there's not much of a story in this game anyways, but we'll, we'll kind of talk it's about like subtle, subtle. the monsters and stuff that you kind of go through. Um, how, so we've, I mean, we've already talked about this before, but after you finished it, what was kind of your, your general thoughts of, of the game? So I thought the, the atmosphere was, was excellent. I, yeah. I kind of liked it better than the first game where they, I just feel like it had more varied environments. Although the first game was completely on a ship, but the second one kind of kind of expanded beyond that. Um, yeah, the the school section, the wilderness, the the first section, and the pale city I thought were were standouts. Yeah, um, but the hospital was super creepy. Oh yeah, like, with like yeah. the weird like mannequin stuff. Yeah, going on like, with the flashlight. Yeah, that was that was really creepy. That was th- that last part with him was pretty tense when when you were just trying to escape to get back to six and. There were like fifteen of them chasing you. Oh yeah, yeah. You that had to was like periodically turn around and, and freeze them all with a flashlight. Yeah, that yeah. Was, the that the was... game does a very very good job of making it feel very tense that you could get swept up any second by these by these monsters. Like it's 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 a very very close call scenarios of you like sliding under a door or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, uh, we've talked about it before, but there's it, with with the game being being 2D, but you're still kind of running, you know, in the in the foreground or background or whatever. Um, for for a lot of these levels, it can make the camera angles kind of weird, and you think that you should be able to pass something when yeah when no, not actually you can't. Uh, specifically, there's there's a part where you're running through hallways and there's like these hands coming out and grabbing you, and that part can be a little bit difficult because. It's just it's hard to see exactly where you are on screen. Um, but what was kind of like your? I, I kind of want to talk about the monsters. What was kind of like your favorite, like monster in terms of like creepiness? Well, the hand for sure. Or I should say the hands, like the little severed hands. Yeah, yeah, those are creepy. The combat sections with those were pretty tense. Yeah, and then the first time you come across it was was pretty freaky. Yeah. Um, because that was in like this i think that was in the school yeah i think so uh, maybe the hospital maybe no, it, was no, it was a hospital yeah yeah that yeah that and the mannequins in the hospital were pretty pretty scary yeah they were um, they were definitely creepy 
I um I really liked the uh, the teacher. She was yeah, creepy she... whenever she, with her with her like extended neck or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that whole scene at the very end where you know she's coming through the vents trying to get you and like you barely escape. Um, so that was that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty tense. Yeah. How'd you like the first encounter with the guy with the shotgun? Oh, it's creepy. They did like a, a really great job of like, you know, you go through the house the whole time and you're like, man, there's where, where is this guy at? And you see like the creepy like mannequin dummies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you keep thinking they're, they're going to get up and chase you or something. But then, yeah, whenever you're first walking by him and he's ripping up meat or something. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty, pretty creepy. They, yeah. they did a good job of setting setting that up. And then just that that kind of chase sequence was cool. Um it was a really quick, quick kind of chase sequence, but yeah, going through like the the field or whatever and trying to hide from him, um, yeah, it was it was definitely tense. Yeah, that was, that was a cool opening to the game for sure. Yeah, and then I, I liked I liked the addition of combat because it came up more than I I thought it would have, but it was mainly in the school and the hospital. Yeah, where you were using like an axe or a bat to to fight the kids, or or the hand or whatever have you, but I, I thought that was cool. Like it, it wasn't a lot, but just kind of having that kind of varied gameplay was yeah, was pretty great. Like it was yeah, good addition to the first game. I, yeah, I did. I did struggle. I didn't love the combat because there's there's a couple um, sections with like the kids, um, where they can like, I, and again, they kind of juke you out. Yeah, they juke you out, and then sometimes like you'll be in mid swing and they'll jump at you, and then they'll get you. So that that part was a little frustrating but it, it wasn't too bad and then and then like putting the, the kid's head on your your body and walking through like that section when they're all going crazy in the cafeteria that was that was pretty awesome yeah so yeah that was that was a cool definitely cool section yeah um, th- i mean i guess the, the last thing i want to touch on is like there were some kind of cheap unavoidable deaths the first yeah. time you go through but like it it really doesn't matter because you, you load up so fast, like within a few seconds. And yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was just kind of more of like a, um, kind of like a set piece death. Yeah. You know, it's just, like, oh, yeah, this is a cool way, to, cool way to die or whatever. Yeah, cool way to die. Yeah. Um, let's jump to the uh, the end where you, you finally meet um, the, uh, what, the what is he called? The thin man or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that whole like yeah he was he was a pretty creepy dude when he comes out of the tv for the first time and then that that whole that whole gameplay part with the tvs i really enjoyed too where you have to like use the tvs to distract the people um, yeah that was that was definitely a definitely a med well they, they do a good job with like their metaphors to like society with like the first one being like we're gluttonous or whatever and then this one being just addicted to, to television or, or whatever yeah. um but they, yeah, they did a great job of making like those humans really creepy, and like as soon as you turn that TV off with the remote that you get, they they go berserk and try like to kill some you. Of them went, some of them like kill themselves. Yeah, which is so. yeah, it was it was kind of a crazy metaphor. Um, but yeah, that that was a cool that was that was a really cool section the, the pale city and then and then meeting the the thin man. And then uh, what? Six gets taken, right? He yep. he takes her kind of into the ether, into the yeah, and she like becomes like this giant 
form of herself or whatever and there's like of course so there's another chase sequence and then mm-hmm. uh kind of a kind of a boss fight where you have to um attack her music box or something like that if i'm remembering correctly going through like these portals and stuff yeah uh, that, that was a pretty cool pretty cool boss fight um and then like a turn of events you're you're both running out together and she lets you go you're you're like you jump and you're like hanging on and she's holding on to you and then she just lets you go and, and then you, this was like a jump that that kind of you had made before a yeah. few times where like she'll grab you and pull you up yeah so, so that's, yeah very and there, i mean there's of course there's there's no dialogue or or anything like that in this game um so it's just kind of a bunch of environmental storytelling uh but you end up your your character uh ends up becoming the the thin man um there's like a kind of like a time lapse video of him going um and then it's kind of revealed that this was a prequel to to the original one um and it, it's it's weird because you have to collect like throughout the game. There's like these kind of glitchy ghost kids, then you hug them and they kind of disappear. And apparently, if you if you get all of them, there there'll be a shot of like a brochure for for the mall, the, the mm. ship in the first one. Um, so I I kind of wanted more out of the story as far as like I mean that was a cool reveal that it was a a, a prequel. Um, and with, I don't know if you saw the news, but the developer is done with Little Nightmares. They're not going to make it anymore. Yeah. They they're going to be moving on to a new project. Now that doesn't say Bandai Namco can't hire another studio to, to work on Little Nightmares because they do own the, the IP. Uh, but hopefully we get some sort of like DLC for this, um, just to kind of maybe see how six got to the mall or something like that. Um, and then also I want to yeah. see like, the end of the first one was was so crazy with the powers that she gets i kind of want to see like something beyond that so i want i want more little nightmares but it doesn't seem like we're gonna probably gonna get it which sucks yeah probably not anytime soon at least yeah so i i don't don't know i thought the like was it revealed that it was a prequel when six finds the 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 raincoat and puts it on yeah, I think that's like the first kind of um, to it. Yeah, like yeah, the first um, time where you're like, well, maybe this is a prequel because this looks like it's she's getting it for the first time and and because and not just found it or whatever. Yeah, so, at first I thought you like she was just kind of finding it again. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it was revealed to be a prequel, and I was kind of reading online and, and some of the theories were that that six recognized that um that mono was going to turn into the thin man yeah and that's why she let go of his hands and let him fall but like that specifically is why he turned into the thin man yeah because he fell down so like yeah yeah it's kind of thinker like kind of you know how how can you change fate and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, got me thinking. Yeah, because like if that wouldn't have happened, would would Mana have become the Thin Man? Right. Yeah. Would it? Or yeah. Yeah. That makes that makes sense. I wonder. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some DLC, but we'll we'll see. Mm. Um, any final thoughts on uh, Little Nightmares? Uh, I don't think so. I th- I think I liked it more than the first game. 
I did too. Yeah, it, it was uh, the set pieces were were, were cooler. It's it's a be- it's a beautiful game too. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one looked really good. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great game. Great game. Yeah, highly recommend. For sure. Uh, I did like the hats too. All the hats you could find, they they were cool. I don't think I found a single hat to be honest. Really? Yeah. I, I was looking for them. Um, I was I was too like near the end, but yeah, didn't buy a single damn one. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's going to conclude our kind of spoilers. We'll we'll jump into uh, what we've been playing. Um, I have been playing some Pokemon Go. Um, they they okay. they released. They did like a big event this on Saturday um, for the mm-hmm. for the Kanto event um, to kind of celebrate the the first games or whatever. Yeah. Um. So they did. They released like a pass. It was like ten bucks. I wasn't going to do it, but then I woke up and people were like kind of hyped for it. So. I, I ended up buying it and, and, you know, was just playing from home. But it, it was cool, like, seeing all these, the original Pokemon, like, spawned. And, like, uh, I got, like, a ton of shiny Pokemon, which is which is mm. always good for these kind of events. Um, but, yeah, it's it was it was cool to kind of get back into it because I, I, I play periodically. Like, I don't, I'll, like, I might pull it up for a second just to see if there's anything and, and like, shiny check the Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I haven't touched the game. Um, in, in a long time and uh, in which I do I, I really do miss like the social aspect of it because like going to like the community days with people like going to like the, the park in Greensboro um, and just seeing like 50 60 people out there playing it was it was really cool um, and not something that you really experience that often and I kind of miss doing that because uh, Brittany and I both got really into it uh, but we we've both fallen off but um but yeah I got like 10 or 11 shinies it was it was nice. pretty cool yeah, I was I was happy. It was it was a fun time. Um, yeah, so. I miss I miss that first summer of when it came out. Like that was like everybody was playing it, man. Like oh they, yeah, like you could just assume that everybody on the phone outside was playing Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. People were walking around like they were playing Pokemon. Like, it was yeah, crazy. But man, um, other than that, I have been playing. Um, I finished up. We I we talked about it last week. I finished up Bowser's Fury. Uh, but I've been going through like the main story of um, of uh, 3D World mm-hmm. and um, getting uh, I I just beat it today, um, world credits and then of course I'm going to like the the post game stuff with with Rosalina and stuff like that. Uh, great game, man. There's there's a lot of levels that are just fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean I mean it's it's an old it's an older game. It came out originally on the Wii U, but mm-hmm. uh, if you guys have not played it um a i would say it's worth it just because of bowser's fury alone like that's such a unique expansion yeah um and and very very happy that they added that on because i honestly probably wouldn't have picked this up without that um but of course like the the main story of the of 3d world is is great like some of those levels are just absolutely fantastic and Mm. using all the power-ups and stuff is fun and you know just going through them and um getting all the stars and, and 100%ing every level, it's, it's been a lot of fun. So you are you going to like completely 100% like y'all? Oh, stars? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I plan on, I plan on. You know what that means? Going through. That means you what? have to play through it four times. Four times? Yeah, you have, you have to play through it with each character to, to get all the stamps. Oh, really? Well, yeah. some, some levels require a certain character. You I don't if you have to beat it with all of them yeah or or the alternative way is to at the very end of each level 
add in the three other characters and have them all jump on the flagpole. Oh, at the same time. Well, I'm not gonna do that. Obviously, <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, but but that that's how you get like the final stamps. I think is to, to oh, gotcha. Them. Yeah, I, I do like in this game though, and I don't remember this being in the the original. When you get a star or stamp like a and you star. die, and you have to restart the level, it it saves the fact that you got it the first time. Yeah, I don't. And you, yeah, and you I don't, don't think have, it did that again. Yeah, and that that is was like a godsend because like I remember in the first game, like that that was kind of where the challenge was was being able to do all that stuff and and then completing the level. But this now, if you if you exit the level without beating it first, then obviously you're going to lose your, your progress with the stars and stamps, but I'm so yeah. happy that they added that into it. Cause it is uh, yeah, that's, very, that's nice. A nice, very nice, very nice addition. Yeah. And it's a little bit quicker too. You move around a little bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. Fun game though. Fun game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that is all I've been playing. Oh no, I did. I picked up, Um, I picked up the DLC for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Um, nice. cause I was, I was, I was itching to play it and, um, I, you know, I was kind of reading some reviews on it. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's bad. It, it's not a great, it's not a great DLC. The first is it one, story deals? it is so, uh, and I'll jump into like kind of the story of, of Dragon Ball super or whatever, but so it, it takes place, um, after Dragon Ball Z, it, it starts going into the super plot with, uh, with Beerus and, and Whis, the, the destroyer God, um, Okay. And you go to his. It, well, well, first of all, it doesn't follow the, the 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 super stuff at all. Like you you go to you go to the his world, whatever Beerus is home, and we starts training Goku and Vegeta. Um, in the actual story, Beerus awakens and he wants someone to fight, and he he's heard that there was like a legend of like a god super saiyan and then he goes to earth and then that's where everything happens but in this case mm. they they get you and they take you to his home world and then you start basically having to the whole point of the first dlc is to get your level because they raised the cap up to like 300 i think for your level and they introduce a new item that can like automatically level you up so but you have to you have to grind and you have to fight Whis like a bunch of times to get this item and it's it's fun. I mean, it takes like a minute to fight, so it's nothing. It's nothing crazy, and, and the the fights aren't too hard. Um, mm. Now, again, with with this style of game, if you don't have like health or like potions or whatever, you're gonna lose just because you, you just get hurt so easily. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty big grind fest. There's there's uh, there's like no story to it. It's weird because Vegeta gets in in the in the show. Or the manga, Vegeta never goes into Super Saiyan God. He just immediately goes into Super Saiyan God's su- Super, Super Saiyan, yeah, whatever, with the blue hair. Super Saiyan Blue is what they call it. Yeah. Um. So in the show, he never he never goes into like the the red hair form, but he does in this. So it's it's weird. It's not even canon. Yeah, it's not even canon. It's it's very weird. Um, but whatever. Uh, and then after that, um, there's a second part which introduces uh the story arc for for frieza uh, and there's like um, there's like you fight frieza one time and that's or twice i think and that's it it's a very very quick dlc uh, it does give you super saiyan blue which is cool to use that and then fights mm-hmm. uh, and the actual fight with frieza is is really cool um they do some some cool stuff with like the combat and uh kind of like the the way the the way you finish them off is, is a really cool 
um i don't know video or something but yeah it's it's it's, it's 25 bucks there's there's there, there's gonna be a part oh, wow. three um so i don't know what that's gonna entail like because i mean i guess the next thing after the vegeta or the the frieza stuff is like the the tournament of or not the tournament of power but like the tournament between universe six and seven i know i'm getting like if you don't know what this is it's, it's kind of getting <laughs> off off the rails or whatever but um so i don't know what they're going to introduce and then if, if they do a second dragon Ball Z kakara are they gonna are they gonna get into the super stuff so or are they gonna do dlc after this i'm not really sure um but it's not a great dlc um they did introduce like something called horde battles where you fight like okay. hundreds of enemies 150 enemies 300 enemies at once and you are so overpowered from the first dlc that you it just i literally spammed the b button i just pressed the b button the entire time and, kill them, kill and then them. you kill them all um they also it's it's yeah. also very weird too because I guess they it's 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 strange because they when you when you're when you're training with Weiss in the first DLC, you start off with nothing and you 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 learn Kaioken, you learn Super Saiyan, you learn Super Saiyan 2, you learn Super Saiyan 3, even though you already have already done this. But and they do do something funny like with the dialogue, the Goku will be like, ah, I've actually already learned this. He's like, Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> and then you just move on to the next training and or whatever. So it, it's strange and it 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 made it seem like if someone's first playing the game but skip the story and just jump immediately into the DLC that that's the way they get you to the to the power level that you need to be at but then i don't know why you would yeah. not play the story and and then just jump immediately into the it's very weird the way they they did it um that is weird so hopefully the DLC 3 will be will be good um or be just more be longer like with more kind of story elements to it um yeah and this but, is yeah this is 25 dollars for for the season pass with all three dlcs yeah that's right okay so you already had it before right yeah yeah i mean like i well i didn't have to see it the season pass i just bought it um okay but but uh yeah not great hopefully the third one will be will be better but we'll see I really like the game, man. It's like it's like a seven out of ten, whatever. But sometimes just those those kind of games just click with you and you and you love it. Like you know it's like not great, but you still just yeah want to play it, you know. Um, sure. Other than that, that has been it. Okay. Um, what have I been playing? I've been playing some more three D World. I'm through like uh, World Three. I think I'm finishing up. So I haven't played a ton. I've been mostly playing Cyber Shadow. So I finished that up yesterday. Um, dude, like, it's been a pretty frustrating game, like, especially yeah. the latter half, just, just going through those levels. Not, not necessarily the boss fights, but just, like, getting from checkpoint to checkpoint has been really, really hard and, yeah. and frustrating and, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but some of those, um, some of those levels where you're like setting off motion sensors and setting off alarms, yeah, those are really frustrating because like once you set it off, like you're pretty much dead. Like, yeah, you can't really do much. But 
I thought the the the, the last boss was pretty phenomenal, um, and and it had a bit of a learning curve, and you had to figure out like each part of the fight. Yeah. But once you do, like it's pretty easy to find it. The first first view and get to the last one, and so I thought it was like the like the last boss fight, and then every other boss fight in the game were really well designed. Like yeah, some yeah, of like great. some of like. I don't want to say some of my favorite boss fights because that's not true, but like they were, they were pretty phenomenal boss fights. And yeah, like I almost wish it was like a boss rush game instead of a play through these levels and get to the boss, play through checkpoints, because I felt like that was way more, way more better executed than the actual like checkpoint to checkpoint gameplay. Yeah. Like I thought it was really good. I thought the unlocks were were well paced you know getting the double jump was was awesome yeah um like the first few chapters weren't too difficult but then it got pretty yeah, difficult kind of ramps up six through nine yeah um but like overall it was pretty great and yeah i, I really liked it yeah i'm on, I'm on the same page I, I definitely want to go back to it and, and and finish it um but yeah i was just getting so frustrated with because like it it's it's hard but it's there's just some parts that just seem like it's kind of unfair um, at times. Yeah. And that's, that's when I really get frustrated with games um, when it's just, I feel like it's just unfair um, right. versus actually just like a challenge because like, yeah, getting, getting checkpoint through checkpoint is so difficult in that, that latter half of the game that, yeah, it, it's a, it's a very frustrating game, but it's, it's good. I, I really, I really do enjoy it. Yeah. It's really good. Like sometimes it would take me like 20 to 30 minutes to get, from yeah. one checkpoint to another. I think I was at nine hours when I finished. Oh, wow. But okay. I feel like most of that was in the back half of the game. Yeah, for sure. Just, you know, kind of getting from one to another. So it was, it was pretty difficult. But but great game, you know, it was made by one person, which is like a phenomenal feat in itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went back and, and, and played and kind of started through um, King of Cards, Shovel Knight King of Cards again. Yeah. Just because I, I never, I don't know why, but I never finished it back when it, back when it came out in 2019. So I want to. Yeah, I haven't finished it either. Yeah, I want to go through and wrap that up. Finish yeah, it. I really like the, uh, the the card battling mechanic too. And it was was really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably do the same thing and, and kind of go back through it because there's, I don't, I don't know when there's the next kind of big game is coming out. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it for me. Cyber Shatter, finishing up Limers 2, 3D World. Eh. You wanna you wanna jump into this Nintendo Direct that uh let's do it. Happens? I'm so I'm so excited. I'm so All right. excited. So uh for the first time in a year and a half, uh we had a 50 minute long Nintendo Direct. And you and I were both super hyped up for it. And kind of we tweeted out some expectations that we have or that we had and let me just i just want to read that list real quick just for just for giggles yeah let's see so i said uh zelda wii u port slash 2d remake which was almost correct yeah um new smash character that was kind of a given uh pokemon snap gameplay didn't even get that um, yeah very weird. Rarely, you didn't even rarely, mention it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, that'll probably come on Pokemon Day. 
Yeah, that's true. At the end of this month. Um, Bravely Default 2, final trailer. We got that. Um, I, I said Fire Emblem Echoes or a new remake. Um, didn't see anything there. Metroid Prime Trilogy, didn't see anything. Mario and Rabbit sequel, no. Bandana 3, no news. And then Hollow Knight Silk Song, nothing. Nothing. Um, so, so that was that was kind of like our expectations and, and most of it didn't come true. Yeah. But do you want to go through the the biggest announcements? Yeah, let's uh, I guess let's just stop just kind of start from the top. So like it you know, it ended with uh the trailer for Splatoon 3. Um which is it's very weird because like they said that it was they were focusing on stuff at the beginning of or like the 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 first half of 2021, but then they ended mm-hmm. with that. So it, it was weird. What's going um, in 2022? Yeah. So they had like kind of like a, a three or four minute trailer um, showing like the, the customizations and stuff like that. A um, couple of like new weapons. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I, I I really want that. I really want it to be completely different than Splatoon 1 and 2. If it's kind of more of the same, I probably won't pick it up. Just because, I mean, I've, I've played one and then going from one to two, not a huge difference no, um, no. at all, really. I mean, there was obviously their weapons that they added, but I don't want more weapons because there's so many in the game uh, i kind of want to see something more interesting with like the story mode uh in the campaign and it looks it looks like maybe there's going to be like some some open world aspects to it um you know with with the desert scenario and stuff and then you travel to like the the city or whatever but maybe there's going to be something in between that um yeah you know, maybe, maybe some like side missions or something or something. I, you know, looking forward to it, but um, kind of skeptical, I guess. A little bit. When when they first showed like the the cinematic of the character like walking sideways and showing the showing the background, I thought it was like a two D spinoff for a minute. Yeah, and I was kind of excited. Cool. I was kind of excited for that, and then they showed like traditional splatoon gameplay and i was like okay yeah. this looks like a splatoon game set in a less colorful world kind of like yeah a, yeah when they, when they showed off the multiplayer it just looked exactly the same yeah i think there were like a few differences but they were pretty subtle yeah and there's a new weapon and stuff yeah new ability but other than that yeah i mean they'll obviously show more like splatoon 2 came out in like 2017 so it's been a while yeah um so I hope there are like a lot of changes to the game, because um, I did like two, but it just it, it felt like a one point five. Yeah. If like if anything, so yeah, I, definitely. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see more about you know what this game is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then they they specifically mentioned Breath of the Wild too. They said that the development <laughs> was going good, but they weren't going to share any details. Because uh, quite quite honest, I I. I think they're probably pushing for um, an end of year date for this thing in like November, but it, it may get pushed just with COVID and stuff like that. So yeah. they, they, they're not going to give us a definitive date quite yet. Right. Um, but then they then they then they moved over to uh, to the the Zelda uh, Skyward Sword port. Um, yeah. So, what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? Because it's it's a sixty dollar game. Um, you know, it's it's going to be it's it's HDified. Because uh, it was originally right. on the uh, the original Wii, um, and then they, of course, 
gave us an option to play without motion controls. So what are your thoughts on this thing as, as just a whole? I, I don't want to speak too um, preemptively because we haven't seen like a ton of what, a ton of the changes that are in this game, but from that trailer, it seems like a mediocre Wii port that's priced way too high. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where I, I, I have mine pre-ordered on Amazon. <laughs> I don't uh -huh. know, man. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. But I think that we're going to get something new with this game. Um because there there is amiibo support. They didn't they didn't mention anything about it. Um, but it's got it's got amiibo support. I'm thinking at whenever we get the next proper or the, the Zelda Direct that everyone's hoping that we get. Um, which I think will be next month. Um, that that's my kind of guess. Um, I think we'll get some sort of like additional content for this game. But but don't you think they would have announced it in in the initial direct? Because that's what they did with um, with three D World. Yeah, I th I think I think we'll get something something think additional. So? Okay. Yeah, because they have to justify that sixty dollar price tag somehow. Yeah, I mean. Like they did that with like Wind Waker for the Wii U, like that was sixty bucks. Twilight Princess, but those kind of had some like quality of life improvements. For sure, yeah, especially Wind Waker. Yeah, especially Wind Waker. So like, I just I, yeah, I want to see what else they do for Skyward Sword aside from remapping the 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 motion controls. Yeah, I, I think they have to. I think they have to add something because with kind of like the speculation of of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess being like a package deal. And that'll that'll be sixty bucks, of course. All of a sudden, people are gonna be like, "Well, these two Zelda games that are superior are sixty, but you want to charge sixty for just this one game." Um, yeah, I, I think I think they might have something uh, extra with it. I'm okay. hoping. I'm hoping. I, I, I hope you're right because I want this. Like Skyward Sword and like Spirit Tracks are like two of the only Zelda games that I've that I've started and had haven't completed. Yep. Yep. I have so like, I want to play this again and I'm probably going to end up picking it up <laughs> even if it doesn't add a ton of stuff, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just want to have a good reason to, to, to play it. Like I don't want to have a description of a green rupee pop up every time I pick up a green rupee. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, look, yeah, that was, that was annoying. Like yeah. So it's like, that's just like the bare minimum of, of what they should do for this game. I think, but yeah. I, yeah, I'm really excited to see the the if if they do a, a Zelda 35th anniversary direct. Like, yeah, I'd want to see more on what this uh, what this port or what this remaster is. Yep, for sure. Um, I, I think you, you got the list in front of you, right? Yeah, I've listed the big announcement. So, uh, Mario Golf Super Rush. Yes. This one is very the surprise it's kind of the surprise gem of, yeah. of the direct. It was it looks it looks awesome. Like I am super I it's, it gives me like heavy Wii sport vibes as far as like the golf mm -hmm. goes because that was like my favorite um sport on the on the original one. Um so it definitely definitely heavy uh vibes from that. But yeah, I mean it just it just looks great. Yeah, like even just like graphically it looks pretty pretty beautiful and you know that speed, that speed golf mode, yeah, speed rush mode, like where you, like ah, oh, that's just like such a perfect mode for for Mario Golf, and 
you know, this, this franchise hasn't really been on console since like what the GameCube. I think so. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Like it came to 3DS. Now it's like a really, really good game. Yeah. I, I really liked, um, I can't remember what it was called on 3DS, but that one's really good. Um, but yeah, yeah. Really pumped for, for Super Rush. I think that's going to yeah. be a good game. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think it's going to be better than, than Mario Tennis Aces was. When it yeah. Came out. Yeah, that's coming on June 25th. Yep. And then we, we didn't mention it, but when does Zelda come out? It's July? Uh, July 16th. July 16th, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, not but like five months away. It's pretty close. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, what else we got? Fall Guys is coming to the Switch in the summer. It's also coming yeah. to Xbox as well. Yeah, they didn't mention, I thought that they would might have... Uh, talked about like cross play with all with everything but they didn't mention that so maybe yeah. maybe that will hopefully come down down the line but pipeline um for all the for all the smash fans uh pyra and mithra from xenoblade chronicles 2 are coming so to ready smash. we talked about it in like the stream but I'm, I'm ready for this smash stuff to be over with like i think there's two more characters it, yeah. it's fun it's fun like as as we don't we don't play smash but it's it's fun to speculate what's going to be um but yeah i just i'm kind of over it. i just yeah i don't want it to be the main announcement of every nintendo event yeah at least they started off with it and then we could just move on yeah but but yeah i'm, I'm kind of over it same um hyrule warriors age of calamity is getting an expansion pack with two waves of content with the first launching in june and then the second one coming in november uh, that's they didn't talk $20. about what it was. I mean, I know they did like a list of kind of like what to expect for twenty bucks, but they didn't talk about anything. So new characters, though. Yeah, new characters. I'm assuming new story. Obviously, some new story stuff. Um, I don't. I don't know. Depending on what it is, I don't. I don't know if I'll pick this up because I still haven't beaten the first one or the, the yeah, original campaign. Um, I'm thinking maybe if there is a Zelda direct, we'll get some more news on that. Yeah, um, probably get like some characters announced or something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good for a Zelda direct that Skyward Sword, the Wind Waker, Twilight. I mean, they, they have a lot of stuff that they could announce for that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot um, of stuff. A lot of stuff they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more th- no more Heroes 3 is launching on August 27th. So that's okay. that's finally finally got a release date. I mean that was announced like a few years ago. Yeah. So that one's finally coming out um you never you never played any of the other ones right no no it never it never kind of kind of caught my attention yeah I'm, I'm like halfway through the first one and it's it's pretty good yeah i was it, it's kind of like a, it's just really clunky gameplay because it's such an old old game yeah it's like i don't i don't know if i'm gonna finish it oh uh, well, so we got monster Hunter rise got a new trailer this is this is a pretty exciting trailer because it, it showed like a different yeah. type of game. Monster yeah, it, yeah, it looked it looked beautiful. It looked it looked better mm-hmm. than like the demo looked. Um, and then there's like a lot of story stuff too, which kind of intrigued me. Um, I, I'm still on the fence about this game, um, but that trailer definitely helped me, you know, want to play it. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it looks looks, looks pretty good, man. Yeah, let's go. Um, Project Project Triangle Strategy is coming in 2022. This is this is from Square Enix, and 
I think from the same team that did uh, Octopath Traveler. Yeah, it's like a spiritual successor, I think, to that. It look it looks interesting. Like the gameplay looks cool. Um, super serious. Like it's it's such a serious game. Like just all the the voice acting and stuff that was going on during the trailer. But yeah. uh, I downloaded the demo, but have not played it yet. Same here. I'm, okay. I've been meaning to try it. Still need to finish Octopath Traveler. God, yeah, that's, same here. That's on my 2021 list. Like that's, I just want to finish it, man. I want to get through it. Yeah. But yeah, it looks it looks cool. I'm I'm definitely intrigued by it. Yeah. The, those were kind of like the big announcements. There were some some other ones like Star Wars Hunters is coming. We don't really know much about that. Yeah, it looks uh, like a free to play kind of like arena shooter thing. So. Yeah. Uh, Knockout said he had the worst and longest trailer of any game ever. Yeah, that looked awful. Yeah. What, uh, there was uh, they it was another de- um what other game did that developer do they they worked on mario kart live mario kart oh that was mario kart live yeah that's from Leven velen studios oh okay yeah huh maybe it'll be good like maybe it'll be like a uh like a yeah maybe like a splatoon type cartoony yeah it could be good it was just i I don't think it was the right trailer no and like having like all the the characters at the beginning trying to make stupid jokes it just it didn't land yeah it didn't land especially i mean i i don't know we were it it was about halfway when that thing came on and we kind of forget to the point where we're realizing they just don't have anything to announce and then there's 15 minutes left you know yeah they announced that so yeah yeah it doesn't look good but who knows It, it could be awesome Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was pretty much it for for the the bigger games. So then we had a bunch of like uh, smaller third party titles like Neon White. Um, oh, that Stubbs card game that looked weird. First person card game, yeah. Uh, Plants vs Zombies: Battle for Naval- Neighborville is coming to Switch. Yep. World yeah, just- Club, like. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Yeah, just Yeah, it was just it was just underwhelming. I mean, yeah, we, we, we finally got a direct, which is which is exciting. Um, you know, and we got some we've got some good announcements, but at the end of the day, I think it, it wasn't necessarily overhyped by Nintendo, but I mean because they announced it like the day before the actual direct like like they normally do. Mm-hmm. Um so of course like the internet was just going crazy and with all the speculations and stuff, but yeah, there just wasn't enough like big kind of bangers to come out of this thing that you would kind of expect for a director we haven't had in over a year and a half. So yeah, I think that's where it's kind of disappointed me. Yeah, it was just just pretty disappointing. I don't know. I I wanted to hear more on like whether it was like Beta Three or Metroid Prime, like just how that development was going after it got rebooted or yeah. restarted in twenty nineteen. Like nothing. Yeah, nothing. I mean, nothing. <laughs> yeah, know. it was a. I'm, I'm not gonna say it was a waste of 50 minutes of my life, but I wouldn't go like as hard as some people are. But yeah, it was just it was just underwhelming. It was just an okay direct, and I just expected more, more announcements, more like bigger stuff. Yeah, yeah, especially since it's been so long, and yeah, we just really haven't heard much outside of like Twitter videos. 
our YouTube videos that they post randomly over the past like year, but yeah. Yeah. So that was the Nintendo direct. Um, we should be getting a, like a Pokemon direct or something sometime in the next two weeks. I think Pokemon day is like on the 27th or something. So we should get something around then. Okay. So we might hear about, uh, the diamond of Pearl remakes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then anything else they have on their sleeves, but until then, We'll, uh, we'll keep speculating again. Yeah, exactly. We'll keep we'll keep speculating, and uh, we we finally right on the direct. We we were, we felt it in our bones that we were getting it, and we got it. You're right. Uh, of course, some people are at this point now like they're not sure if the Zelda direct is going to happen, which I think 100 that we'll get something. Um, but a lot of people were like, well, if they announce the, the Skyward Sword game outside of the direct, are we going to get one? But you have to also think that Paper Mario got announced outside of the mario direct you know a couple sure. months prior so you know maybe they just wanted to put this in here just to get people somewhat excited just because like i, I think the direct was and I, they probably knew that it was just kind of lackluster and they needed mm-hmm. something something zelda in it so, so they shifted uh, it around a little bit maybe yeah they probably shifted it around added it here we'll probably get some more details on it in the next like proper zelda direct but um yeah, I think I think for sure we're gonna get the Zelda direct because I, I think, yeah, Mario Mario is a more popular franchise for Nintendo as, as far as like revenue goes, but I think Zelda is more near and dear to people's hearts than than Mario is. So, it's, it's, it's and we got a fragile. lot of yeah, we got a lot of good stuff with the Mario's uh, celebration. So, I'm thinking we'll we'll kind of get the same thing for Zelda. Yeah, I hope so. I hope they should, they have like a a kind of cool multiplayer Zelda game like they did with Mario 35. Yeah. Oh, we, we didn't talk about the uh, the Joy-Cons, but the, the Zelda, right, yeah. the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons look awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely picking those up for sure. Um, which I, I've, I've got to I've contact Nintendo and get my, my Joy-Cons sent in because I was playing 3D World earlier on the couch in handheld mode and like the character started drifting off. So, mm-hmm. yep, I've got to... Uh, I got, I got to get them sent off, but yeah, those, yeah. those joy cons look really, really cool. Is it pretty sweet? Might pick yep. those up. Yep. Um, that's kind of it for the direct and anything else you want to talk about before we move on to the rest of the news? Uh, no, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you talk about the, uh, the backwards stuff. Um, cause I, I haven't, I haven't read, I, I've heard about it, but I haven't read on it. Yeah. So, this the series Xbox Series X and S are at least some of the games on there, like some of the the older backwards compatible games are getting FPS boosts. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can like kind of like toggle this on or off, and it'll increase frame rate from like two to four times. Oh wow! So some, of the, some of the titles mentioned are Watch Dogs Two, Far Cry Four, Super Lucky's Tale, UFC Four, and Sniper Elite. I think Super Lucky's Tale is going from like 30 FPS to 120. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. And then like Watch Dogs 2 is probably going to 60. Far Cry 4 is going to 60 or 120. I think probably 120. Wow. Um, yeah. So they're getting big boosts. Um, and then more games will be compatible with the FPS boost over time. So they'll, they'll add Sweet. older games. Awesome. So they're, I mean, they're, Xbox is definitely like focusing, I think, more on like, making older games better right now than yeah yeah they're just trying to make the everything play 
everything play great on the Series X. Yeah. And not just, well, the joke is like they're focused on the older stuff and not new stuff. But there's just, there hasn't anything out yet, but we'll get there eventually with, with the new, new Xbox games. But, but yeah, that's great. They've done a lot of great work with the Series X and their overall kind of marketing and, um, being very open about a lot of this development developmental stuff. So mm-hmm. good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. I hope. I mean, I don't, I don't know what games I hope they added for, but. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's nothing in specific that I'm like, I really want to play this on, you know, with better frame rate, but maybe they'll add something that I'm like, Oh, cool. And then I'll go check it out and play it again or something. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Bloober is working on maybe the next Silent Hill game? Yeah, they, so according to a comment made by the Bloober team developer, um, the studio is working on an already established horror game franchise. Um, and then kind of, kind of around the same time, Konami stated that they were like outsourcing the development of, of some of their titles. Yeah. Mainly like, um, the Metal Gear Solid franchise, and I think one other one, but okay. kind of, kind of those two announcements together are, are bringing people to think that it might be Silent Hill. Okay, cool. I mean, that's kind of the medium was like very Silent Hill esque. So they're, I mean, I think I think that's gonna be a great, um, a great collaboration because I, I like I like what the medium. I like the medium and, and bloober. Um, so cool. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this earlier, but little nightmares Two um, could be the last game in the, the series. Um, I don't, I don't have the developer's name in front of me, but they are moving on to new projects. Um, that doesn't say that Bandai, Bandai Namco can't um, outsource or, or get a new studio to, to, to work on little nightmares franchise. But for now it is, it is closed. Um, which which saddens me because that I thought that was a great, a great series and two is excellent. So yeah, that sucks. So so basically, um, Tarsier, I don't know if yep. I'm pronouncing Tarsier. that right, but that's that's the developer. They were they were purchased by Embracer Group in 2019. Yep. And since they had a prior commitment with Bandai Namco for Little Nightmares Two, they fulfilled that. But Embracer Group wants them to focus on new IPs. Now that they they own Tarsier Group. Yeah. So that's kind of why they're they're stepping away cuz cuz Embracer would have to either like buy the the IP itself or buy the, like the licensing for yeah. for Rhymers. So they're just having Tarsier work on a new game, which is oh, hopefully hopefully it's like something kind of not necessarily like 2D or whatever, um but like kind of in the horror kind of genre cuz I, I would yeah. love to see what else they could do with that. Yeah. Um, they do they do an excellent job with just like atmos- atmosphere especially it just they very creepy kind of like atmospheric storytelling um w- was there anything from the blizzcon nick that you got excited for i know there was like some uh, I, I, I really didn't watch it or keep up with it i know like diablo 2 is getting a remaster which has got a lot of people excited for mm-hmm. um i think there was some diablo 4 news there's a new class a new rogue okay. class um, but that's that's pretty much it. Aside from that, and Diablo Two Resurrected. Resurrected, okay. Yeah, which I think is coming this year. Okay. But I mean, was, was there any Overwatch Two news? No. No. 
Okay. I think they had, they, they had previously, said, previously said not to expect any news until 2022. For Overwatch? Yeah. Okay. That and Diablo 4, but they had this little announcement for it. Yeah, so not not too much. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm hyped up for Diablo 2, but I heard that was a pretty do, pretty beloved game, the franchise. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if I... I don't know if I play it. Um, I, yeah. I played a lot of three, so I think I'm. I don't think I'm okay. Um, and then the last bit of news we missed it last week. We just wanted to kind of talk about it. Uh, there's a new Xbox headset uh, coming out. I think in March is when that comes out. But it's just mm-hmm. like a new Microsoft um, or Xbox branded headset. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of surprising. We haven't had one yet with with the launch. But here we go. Um, it looks the features it has. Um, it's got it's completely wireless Bluetooth. Um, you can connect to both your phone and to your game at the same time, which is cool. Um, so if, if people like to, uh, you know, chat in like a Discord or something, you can do that. And then, and then if you want have like music playing or something or take a phone call, um, you don't have to, to exit your game, which is, which is, which is cool. Um, yeah, it's nice. uh, USB-C, I believe uh, it's a hundred bucks. So it's, it's, it's priced relatively well. Um, the only, the only, kind of the only thing that I'm, I'm on board with this, um, just want to know if it's comfy because the headset I'm wearing now, like the biggest factor. after, after a while, and I'm in the market for a new headset. Um, so I will probably pick this up if, um, if it's, if it's comfortable to wear for kind of extended periods of time. So, yeah. So Are this turtle bitches? No, no, no. They're, they're not, they're just Xbox branded, I guess. Okay. I, I think it's I think it's developed developed by Microsoft. So, gotcha. so yeah, look, looks looks cool, and they they look sleek too. So that's cool. Yeah, that is it. going to um that is going to wrap up the uh the show. Isn't today Zelda's thirty fifth anniversary technically? I think it is. So, so happy birthday, Zelda. Thirty five. Thirty five. Hopefully, like we said, hopefully we'll get. A proper direct here in the coming months um because I, I think that, that i just I, that's what i'm most excited for right now and it's just that proper direct so we can get some really awesome hopefully they have some really cool like zelda themed um like, you know accessories and stuff like that mm-hmm. you can you can get um probably a switch i would imagine um so yeah, yeah looking looking forward to that maybe we'll get I it this week who knows maybe man maybe we'll get it tomorrow <laughs> nah Man, I hope we get a 2D remake though. Yeah, I would I would like to see cool. something that they did with uh um I always forget Link's it. Awakening. Link's Awakening. Um whether that's you know, maybe Oracle of Seasons, Ages kind of like mashup yeah. or uh Minish Cap maybe. That'd be something good. Something like that. Um, Zelda 2, like the original Zelda, maybe something kind of like, like redo that one completely. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see next we'll see. week. We shall see. But yeah, that's going to be the show, guys. Appreciate everyone that's watched live and, of course, downloading the show as well. Um, Nick, where can they follow us on Twitter at? They can follow us at GamingWTBros. You can you can ask some questions via DM or or email us at GamingWithTheBros at Yahoo.com. Yep. And uh, we will see you guys <laughs> next week. Sorry, I took your I took your plug. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's fine. But yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Um, 
yeah, happy, happy gaming. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.